welcome back to the pod. I am your host, Emily Vaughn. And today we are talking about hormones, one of my favorite topics. Obviously, health coach, I specialize in hormone health. So hormones are something I am super passionate about, love to chat about hormones. And today I wanted to talk about hormones and specifically your cycle phases and how that relates to your energy going into the new year. I was thinking about this the other day because I was just feeling really inspired going into the new year and I, you know, was just feeling super motivated and all that good stuff, like all the good energy that you want going into the new year. But I honestly feel like that going into every follicular phase and my follicular phase just so happened to start right around the new year, like a day or so before the new year. So it was like the perfect energy to go into the new year with. So if you don't know what the phases are, I'm going to explain a little bit about that. But yeah, basically, if you did not feel motivated going into the new year, if you just did not feel inspired, you wanted to just kind of hole up, be cozy, didn't want to do goals, didn't want to, you know, map out a plan to change your entire life this year. That's totally okay. That doesn't mean you're not inspired. It just might not have been the time in your cycle when you're feeling that way. So a little breakdown of your cycle phases. There's four phases. And everybody obviously knows your menstrual phase. That's when you have your period, but there's three other phases. So it's your follicular phase, your ovulatory phase, and your luteal phase. And you feel different in each of those phases based off of what your hormones are doing. So your follicular phase comes right after your period ends. And that's when your energy is going to start to pick up. And I'm going to compare these two seasons, like weather seasons, because I think it's such a good comparison, fun comparison. And so your follicular phase is like spring. And traditionally, um, the new year, Chinese new year and all that kind of stuff, like it actually falls in the springtime. It makes more sense because that's, you know, when everything becomes new, it starts to regenerate all of that stuff. And so your follicular phase is like the springtime. And so going into the new year, entering your follicular phase is like the perfect phase for, you know, the calendar new year. And so that's why I just thought it was so cool. And it's kind of what inspired me to make this episode But because, like I said, springtime is a time of beginning and regeneration, and that's kind of, like I said, the energy of the new year, that's why the follicular phase is compared to spring because you just shed everything with your period and, you know, everything's going back into regrowth and starting over. So during your follicular phase, your ovaries start to produce more estrogen again it causes the lining of your uterus to thicken and the follicles on your ovaries start to develop. So you're definitely going to feel more energized and more optimistic during this phase, which again, like I said, absolutely perfect for the energy of the new year. 
But if you were not feeling that way, it's highly possible that you were just in a different cycle phase. And so don't beat yourself up about not feeling super inspired. Have you ever been told that you have to cut out caffeine for your hormone health? Because I used to do that for my hormones and I used to tell all my clients to do that as well because caffeine for me was such a nemesis for my periods. It made them absolutely awful, made the pain so much worse, and it just gave me such bad anxiety and I got the caffeine jitters. It was just bad overall. And so for a while, I would only have it in like the first two weeks after my period had ended. And then I would not drink any caffeine at all the few weeks before my period, just, you know, in hopes that it would make it better, but that didn't always work. And I got to a point where it was just making them so bad and my anxiety was so bad. I was having heart palpitations and all these really terrible side effects and I just had to quit it cold turkey, which made my coffee-loving heart so sad. And it's not even that I drink it for the caffeine. I just love the smell of coffee. I love the ritual of coffee. Well, enter King Coffee, which is a mold-free, acid-free coffee with reishi spores in it. And the reishi spores are the star of the show here. And it's the reason why I'm able to tolerate this coffee because the reishi modulates the effects of the caffeine. So it doesn't give you that jitters. It doesn't give you that anxiety. It doesn't spike your blood sugar because the reishi modulates all of those things. So no joke, I can drink this every single day. And it's actually helped my hormones because the reishi has hormone balancing properties. There's hundreds of things. Like if you do research PubMed anything and you just research reishi, there's so many studies on the amazing benefits of this mushroom. But the coffee itself has all of the harmful acid removed, so it's so smooth. It tastes so delicious. It is organic and just some of the benefits that the reishi has is it can boost your immune system. It naturally helps balance anxiety, so it can help with anxiety and depression. It can help eliminate toxins. It's naturally antiparasitic. It helps your liver function. It regulates your blood sugar. It can improve sleep. It reduces stress, and it can help modulate your immune system. And there's even studies that have shown it to help with lowering cholesterol. So, Needless to say, this coffee is in my routine. It's honestly like a supplement that you drink. It is so delicious. I wake up looking forward to this coffee. And yeah, I just get so excited every day to drink it. And I don't even want to get coffee when I'm out because I just love my coffee at home so much. And I swap all of my clients' coffee for this and I get such amazing feedback on how much they love it just because of how good it makes them feel. So if you want to try King Coffee, I have it linked in my bio always because I absolutely love it. I've been drinking it for four years and I will not stop. 
And also on my Instagram, I have a highlight with a ton of information and testimonials and all of that good stuff. So if you have been told that you have to give up caffeine for your hormones, I'm here to tell you, you might not have to. So the second phase of your cycle is the ovulatory phase. This is the shortest one. It's only technically you only ovulate for about 24 hours, but the ovulatory phase itself, depending on who you talk to, is anywhere from three to five days because that is how long sperm stays alive. Like in your body, it can stay alive for five days. So technically, you know, you could get pregnant in that five-day window. But the ovulatory phase is compared to summer because it's a time for activity. It's a time for warmth and passion. So the ovulatory phase is like the sexy phase. It's when you want to be social. It's when you want to talk to people. It's when you want to go out. It's the perfect time to go on a date, whether it's like a new, like going on a first date or just having a date with your partner. Um, It's when you naturally feel the sexiest because this is when your estrogen is at its peak because your ovaries are releasing an egg. And so this is when you're going to naturally, like I said, want to get dressed up, want to feel cute. You're going to your skin is probably going to look better. You're going to naturally feel more attracted to your partners and your mood and energy just overall is going to feel much better. So going into the new year, I would definitely say follicular phase and ovulatory phase are like optimal, but if you were not in those phases, that's totally okay. So the third phase is the luteal phase. And this one is generally the longest And this one we compare to autumn because it's a time of like preparation and change because obviously your body's preparing to shed your uterus lining. And this is also when your hormone levels start to fluctuate. So you're going to experience more mood swings. Like we all know the beloved uh, PMS symptoms, which by the way, intense PMS symptoms are not normal. So if you are having those, let's chat or chat with someone because that is not normal. You shouldn't have to go through that. But the cool thing about the luteal phase is even though, you know, you're going through mood swings, this is also a really good time to get creative and be productive just because of how your hormones are and the way your brain is working. It's just a really, really perfect time to work on your creative stuff. Be productive. If you're an entrepreneur, perfect time to maybe not be so social, but get all your creative stuff done. Be super productive in your business. And the fourth phase, obviously, menstrual phase, your period. This is your winter phase. And everybody knows you just want to be cozy during your period. You want to bundle up. You want to be warm, be comfortable. You want to be cozy. And that's exactly how you want to feel in the winter. And it's a time when you want to rest, you want to reflect, you want to renew. And so, like I mentioned at the beginning, if you were not feeling super inspired to like go, go, go and set all these goals and complete all these things at the beginning of the year, it's possible you were in your luteal or your menstrual phase and you just wanted to get more creative or cozy up. You wanted to rest. You didn't want to do all the things totally fine. 
So yeah, during your menstrual phase, your emotions are definitely going to be higher. They're going to be a little more sensitive and self-care is absolutely essential during this phase. And you should definitely listen to what your body is craving, what it's telling you it needs and follow those instincts. So yeah, that's just a little summary of why you might not have been feeling inspired going into the new year, but just take a look at where you're at in your cycle, your cycle phases, because if you take advantage of how you're feeling in those phases and use that to your advantage in your business, in your life, in your social aspects, all of that stuff, your life just gets so much simpler and you don't feel like you're constantly struggling against yourself. Like if you're trying to do things, like I know life happens and sometimes you you know, you just have to do those things. But if you're trying to always do things in your life where it goes against your hormone phases or what your body is naturally wanting to do or naturally attuned to at that time, your whole life is just going to feel like a struggle. It's going to constantly feel like you're fighting with yourself and struggling to complete things. So yeah, you just implement that. Like I said, implement that with your self-care, with your exercise, with your food, all of those things. So if you want to get more information on the cycle phases and hormones in general, I have resources on my Instagram. You can reach out to me and I would be happy to send you resources, especially when it comes to like food, workouts, all of that good stuff. But I just hope this episode inspired you. And if you like didn't know anything about your cycle phases before this, I hope it inspires you to just look into them a little bit, you know, kind of figure out where you are at in your cycle. If you need help figuring it out, send me a DM. I would be more than happy to do that for you. But yeah, I appreciate you guys for listening. Leave a rating, leave a review. It helps me out so much in the algorithm. And I read all of the reviews. I read all of the shares. And it just makes me so happy to see you guys enjoying it. Um, Share it with a friend. Follow me on Instagram at emilyjoywellness. And thanks for listening. I will catch you guys in the next episode.